Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislanko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Communications Coordinator. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 9, for the fifth Sunday of Ordinary Time, February 9th, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand, where it gives light to all in the house." Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Imagine, if you will, Jesus in his actual flesh being present here today and looking at you square in the eye with sincerity and with compassion and said, You are the salt of the earth. And then he turns to you and says, you are the light of the world. You. Not the person sitting next to you, not the other guy down the street, not the other willing disciple who may have more gifts and talents and abilities, but you. You are the salt of the earth, You are the light of the world. When we hear those words and we realize that our Lord is talking about each one of us, how does that make us feel? Perhaps we look at our lives and we conclude that we can't go to another place We can't just pack up and move to another area to take up a different life or to pursue another venue. I only have my simple, humble life and the stuff that I try to negotiate every day. He can't possibly mean that I am the salt of the earth or that I am the light of the world. He really must mean someone else. It's not a task that I feel I'm capable of doing. But in every sense of the word, we all are capable and we've all been given that task. To be salt of the earth means to bring a zest, a joy, a hope, a love, and a faith to life. To be light of the world means to bring wisdom, understanding, insight where there is none. It really doesn't require much other than doing what we're already doing with a greater awareness. You see, when we develop a strong and deep relationship with God through the habit of prayer, 
we begin to see life differently. Our awareness increases and deepens. What looks one way at one particular time takes on a whole new dimension at another. Our contemplative awareness, centered and focused on God, can transform how we see things and then how we pursue them. You know, it was interesting the other day. We all have our morning routines. And if you're anything like me, you get up and you're answering emails or you're trying to figure out what to do the course of your day, and somewhere in there you sit down and you have some breakfast, always looking at the clock, always running behind schedule, always thinking of the next thing that has to be done. Well, this one day, I tried to move away from all of that. And I looked down at my oatmeal, and I looked down at my blueberries, and I looked at my green tea, and I looked out at Main Street and saw people walking and life beginning And I found myself just caught up in the wonderful simplicity and awe of that moment. And how much I really appreciate and enjoy those very simple blessings and gifts. And I found myself joyful over a bowl of oatmeal, blueberries, and green tea and realizing that it doesn't take much to lift the soul. If we bring the right vision and disposition to the task. Doing what we already do with greater awareness allows us to then fulfill what Jesus asks, to be salt and light. I was reading a great little story about a woman by the name of Florine. Florine lives in Madagascar. And as you can imagine, life in Madagascar and life here are totally different realities. But people are people, and we all have to negotiate, enter into, and find our way through life, no matter how it presents itself to us. And as I listened to Florine's story... I realized what a remarkable woman she is in her simplicity. To earn a meager living, she sells peanuts and firewood. And it produces enough for her to give her what she needs. But what's interesting about her is her perspective, or that awareness that she brings to life. And as you begin to listen and read her story, she had to do some incredible things. During the course of her life, she had to bury seven children, seven. She also had to bury two husbands, two husbands. Loss after loss, loneliness, despair, you can well imagine all that was going on inside this very simple, humble woman. But as she reflects on her life, she looks to the example of Job in the Old Testament and remarks that what she went through is nothing compared to what he had to deal with. 
And she sees herself as nowhere close to the suffering and the hardship that others before her had to face. And you can see in her photo this deep resonating smile and joy that emanates from her being, which could easily be turned into despair in other people, anger and frustration and disappointment and feeling as if we've been cheated by life, as many of us find ourselves struggling with when life gets challenging and difficult. And she said that, you know, when we're going through trials in life, before we're even through the trial, God already has a solution in place. Before we even get through the hardship, God already has another plan for us. And she says that when life gives us a no, there's a tremendous exuberating yes to come. So there's always opportunity, even in the midst of disappointment, always hope. Now imagine taking that lens and that awareness and bringing that to life. In very simple, humble ways, this very simple woman who sells firewood and peanuts is an inspiration globally just based on how she's entered into and dealt with what life has brought to her. You know, we all encounter disappointment and hardship. We all can remember and think of, and maybe we have going on in our lives right now, that door that has been closed. And for whatever reason, it's been a door that's been familiar to us, one that we depended upon coming in and out of. Maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's something else. But that door that closes, that is no more from which we must move on. And so often in our lives, we spend our time looking at that closed door, feeling frustrated that I can't open it up anymore, feeling angry that it closed, feeling robbed because I can no longer go through it, feeling as if I perhaps have been cheated, feeling perhaps that my life is now over because that door is closed. And we focus on that closed door not realizing that if we turn around and look in the other direction, God has opened another door. And all we have to do is go through it and find the new life that God has waiting for us. It all involves trust. And we struggle with that trust because we want to control. We want to be able to influence and sometimes we can't. St. John Cardinal Newman said that to live is to change, and to be perfect is to change often. To live is to change, and to be perfect is to change often. And so as we go through the comings and goings of our life, and whether it's doing dramatic things or whether it's doing simple things, the awareness and the perspective that we bring, which is given to us and developed through our habits of prayer, can change up not only how we negotiate 
but how people see us and can be inspired by us just in our simplicity. There are so many needs in our world. So many folks need to be fed. So many people need to have clothes. So many people are hurting. So many conflicts need to be resolved. So many dreams need to be restored. As we look around, the Beatitudes haven't even begun to be lived yet. And there's still so much to work for, so much salt and light that still needs to be brought to a very parched, dry, and often lifeless world. But through our simplicity, doing what we do in a different way, we can, as our Lord looks at each one of us, fulfill his request. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Just by doing what you do with deeper zest, joy, hope, love, understanding, wisdom, and insight. Father Mark Stislenko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening.